Hey, I'm Mary Winter. I'm Kelsey Merriam. I'm Jen Lee. And I'm Emily Payton. And this is Rack Focused. It's a podcast about women in production. Today's episode is Dress for Success. We're going to talk about what to wear on set, um, especially if you're a lady. So uh, I guess to start off with, we did find a couple of um, very interesting articles, um, one of which was a Refinery29 article. It says, dream job career outfits, um, (laughs) where they describe what you would wear if you're a film director. And I'll just kind of pull some of what they said. It says, you'll likely be on your feet for long days on set but still don't want to look sloppy. So opt for a thick grandma style heel that can last you the whole day through, along with some soft trousers and a stylish take on the work shirt. Uh, The outfit is so ugly. It's very ugly. Can we just talk about how ugly that outfit is to begin with? We will definitely link to it so everybody can have their own opinion on whether or not it's ugly. But I, I have never seen anybody on set wear this, except maybe in a movie from like the 1920s, like, oh yeah, I'm a director, eh? Hey, maybe they're trying to, you know, pretend like you are in a movie about being a director. You're not, you're playing a director. Maybe. You're not actually a director. I mean, that would have to be because I would never wear heels to set. No. Fuck no that. matter what role I was, I would never be in heels on set. And I mean, I, it really bothers me to kind of see, there's a couple other articles about what you're going to wear and it really bothers me because every job on set is so different that what you wear will depend on what you're doing um, and, and where you're going to be. There are, you know, makeup artists and PAs are going to probably be dressing slightly differently. And a director would not be dressed the same way as like a casting director would be dressed. Um, and I think that's kind of important. And then, of course, you have the, the, the age old question of who, what do you feel like wearing? Because that's, at the end of the day, there's no set thing that says, oh, well, all directors have to wear exactly this. I think the heels is pretty... It's pretty impractical. And it's incredibly unsafe, which really bothers me about that. You're talking about lugging gear around, setting up lights, or just having to, like, run really quick to catch something. If you don't have flat feet, you know, on the ground, then you're, you're just setting yourself up to trip over a cord or, like, yourself, if you're me. Right. And you're on your feet. I mean, they're talking about, oh, you might have long hours. I'm talking 14 to 16 hour shifts is not uncommon. So 14 to 16 hour shifts in heels is killer. Yeah. By the end of the day, you're not at your best at that point. It doesn't make sense to be wearing heels. Or just open-toed shoes in general. You, oh, just my God. Open-toed yeah. shoes. I have a huge pet peeve of, like, people wearing open-toed shoes or skirts on set. Like... Things Skirts that are, are not dangerous. safe, like like things that are just like really dresses. flowy, yeah, t-shirt like dress. t-shirt dresses, like just anything that could possibly get caught on a passing sea stand or like anything. Oh yeah, like come on, if or you drop jib. something heavy on your foot and you're wearing open-toed shoes, you could lose your toes. Exactly, it it's is crazy. It's a work environment. I'm not saying you need to like you know wear steel-toed boots to set all the time, but like just wear closed-toed sneakers and maybe keep all your toes. Boots are good. I like boots on set just because I feel like they're sturdier, you Mm -hmm. know? But just like at most, like, or at little, you should, or uh, what's the word? 
at minimum, you should wear like kids. Like that is kind of the minimum of it. They should lace, they should be on your feet. They should not be really like huge and bulky. If they're comfortable and practical, I don't care what sneakers you're wearing right. or like whatever, but like, I'm not I mean, as long as, you, as long as your footwear is comfortable and practical, you're golden. I'm gonna notice if I send you to do no something <laughs> and you can't. Like that's that's my main thing is like mm -hmm. if I tell you to go do a thing and you're like hobbling over there because you're in heels, I'm gonna notice that and I'm not gonna want you on set because I need it quick, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Pick a thing. I need it now. <laughs> With some of these articles that um, we were reading about how you should dress on set, I went down and looked at the comments, and so many of them were filled with, you know, people that are in production and said, no, if you dress like that, I will ask you to leave. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna deal yeah. with that. I'm not going to, like, women that are all dressed up, women wearing heels. No, that's, that's impractical, and it can become an unsafe thing, and it just slows you down. Like, sure, maybe you look cute. I mean, not in those outfits because those were very ugly, but... You and you can, can look cute and be practical. Exactly. There's a way to do both. Yes. And I think that's an important distinction. <laughs> like, go for it. If you want to be cute, awesome to you. But if you have a 5.30 call time and you're late because you took 20 minutes to do your makeup, like, if you it, literally, if you show up on set and your makeup is perfect but you're 20 minutes late, I'm going to be pissed. And there's different, there's different um, depending on, like, what you're doing mm -hmm. on set, there's different ways that you should dress, I feel like. Because if you're a PA you, and you show up in leggings and, like, you don't have pockets, right? like, that's, oh a, that's a huge no-no. That's going to hurt you. Yeah. yeah. Because how many times have you been like, oh, I just need to put this and this and this and, and like, carry these bags? and Well, like, and almost everybody's got a walkie. Yeah. Where are you going to put your walkie? Like, you're going to hold <laughs> it on top of the big heavy light that you're supposed to be setting up exactly. right now? You need your hand. Mm -hmm. But you also need to communicate with everybody else. Sometimes you need both. Pockets are pockets are a must, are a big deal. Um, Tool belts are great. Exactly. I, I went, um, before I was going to be on set for something, I went to Home Depot and just loaded up with a bunch of, you know, clips and a multi-tool and everything. And, you know, these tool belts are equipped to hold all this different stuff. So you can have, you, know, you can have a tape measure, you know, you can have pad of paper and pins and stuff. So if anyone needs anything, I brought a lighter because, you know. Someone might ask you for that. You never know. I mean, yeah. ladies' pants don't always come with pockets. They don't. Which is total bullshit, but it happens. Um, another thing, too, is, like, flowy. Uh, right. Anything yeah. flowy is always going to get in your way. It's like, dangerous. Um, I have a story where I was putting together a tripod or, like, setting up a tripod, and when I went to pull the tripod away from me, it got caught on my flowy shirt and pulled my shirt <laughs> all the way down and the three men that I were that I was talking with uh, right then and there definitely got a little bit of a show. The worst part was is nobody addressed it and I wish someone would have been like, oh, kind of like, yeah, they were like, uh. <laughs> I mean, but that's awkward for anybody. If, you yeah. know, if, if a guy got his pants caught on something, like that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? I mean, and it's, I've, that's not something you want to think about. No. Yeah, I like the like tight fitting shirts because I just feel like they don't get in the way. Right. Um, well fitting. Well fitting. It doesn't fitting. have to be yeah, not like tight, but like right. you know, I don't want it to be like all over the place. I don't want it to have that moment where I get caught a on a C stand and knock over the whole set, uh -huh. um, which would happen. <laughs> uh, but also, like something really important to have on set at all times is a jacket. 
because yes. everything oh is God, so yes. cold. You're setting up these lights, and these lights are really hot, and, you know, you're moving on this gear, so you're, like, kind of getting, like, tired and sweaty. And then once you set everything up, because the lights are so hot, usually the room is very cold that you're filming in. And when you're just sitting there, mm -hmm. you're, like, shaking. And if you're a camera operator and you're freezing and you're shaking, it just doesn't make for good footage. Doesn't make for good footage no. at all. <laughs> and, it, I mean, but with that in mind, you have to think about location and what you're shooting and where. Because if you're shooting... In the desert, you're not going to necessarily need a sure. jacket unless you're doing it at night. Like, But if you're doing something overnight in, you know, the middle of a snowstorm, then you probably want to be wearing a lot of layers and you're probably going to want hot hands and some, mm -hmm. you know, all sorts of stuff. I mean... Or Georgia in the winter. Or Georgia in the winter even. <laughs> we oh, have winter here. Oh, my and it, God. We've been you on set in the I winter speak. and there was literally a guy and this dress code stuff really bothers me because it's always geared towards women, but it absolutely needs to be geared towards everybody because when we sent the call sheet out, we, we had an overnight shoot in the middle of the winter in Georgia, and there were a few transplants, and I had specifically mentioned, by the way, in case you're not watching on the call sheet, because the weather is always on the call sheet. I always put it on the call sheet along with all sorts of safety information. But on the call sheet, we had all of our weather information, and I reiterated it in an email because I was like, this is going to be really cold. You want long johns. You want pants. You want a coat. You want real gloves. You want all of these things. And this guy showed up to set as a PA in – he had sweatpants on, and he had a sweatshirt on, and that was like it. And he was freezing the whole night. He was useless to us because he couldn't do anything because mm -hmm. he was freezing. And it was like – I mean, these are things that you have to think about. If you're going to be in the tundra, <laughs> you want to be wearing correct stuff. Same thing goes if you're going to be on a building. If you're going to be outside on a high rise, it's going to be windy. Think about that. Like, do you have long hair on a high rise? You're going to need hair ties because you're not going to want it in your face. Mm -hmm. um, or a hat. A hat. Because Hats it's not so important. Be... Exactly. If you're, if you're shooting, you should have a hat yeah. on you because there are times when you're outside and you can't see... And mm -hmm. that little bit of that visor right there could save your shot. Right. And is it really sunny? Are you pasty white like I am? You probably need some sunscreen. Might as well do that. Or you probably need some sort of, you know, shirt that has SPF as well. Like you, you're going to want to protect yourself. Or are you in an area that maybe needs modesty? Like there are churches that people have shot in where you need to not necessarily be wearing, you know, a tank top and shorts, that's not going to be permitted. And you need to know where that is. You need to know when that's happening so that you know to dress appropriately. Well, we've had shoots too before where the client themselves request for us to be in business casual. Exactly. And you have to know how to take business casual and turn it into production savvy, like right. to be able to be on set. Um, right. And again, it's just it's making sure that your shoes are secure, mm -hmm. that you're not going to get caught on anything. And that you yourself are somewhat of a utility tool by what you're able to, like, keep on your person. Right. Um, one thing, like, when we do run-and-gun shoots where we're running around, like, we went to Mooresville one time and we're, it was so hot and we're just constantly moving around in this huge crowd of people with big, heavy cameras, you know. And I took my camel back because mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm going to have time to, like, sit all this equipment down and, like, right. drink some water or, like, hold it on with me. Like, so I took my camel back. 
And that saved us. I mean, I was going around to everybody else being like, you need some water, you need some water kind of thing. Think about, like, what you're shooting. Like you said, the location is very important. And not just weather, but, like, how long are you going to be? Like, if you know you're going to be running and gunning like that, you should keep a little snack just mm-hmm. in case, you oh, know? Because lunch is never... It's always going to happen for you, but lunch is never, like... It's never on time. You never get to it when it's warm. Like, it's never, like, this wonderful yeah. grand feast. And there's there's always crafty on set, but it's not necessarily close to you. Right. And you're usually busy and right. might not have time to eat a little ham sandwich. Right. You know? Exactly. And, I mean, if you're on a union set, I'm sure you get, you know, you get a little bit more breaks. But at the same time, like, they might not be when you want them to be or they might not have what you want to eat. And a lot of people and that's important. aren't union, you know? Right. And they don't, because I'm sure union kind of walks you through these kind of things and make sure that you understand what is expected of you. If you're a freelancer or just starting out, um, it's just really important for you to understand like how you should approach uh, set every day just because it um, it makes you stand out. Yeah. If you show up, like the person, the person who shows up in a t-shirt dress versus the person who shows up with utility belt, you're going to go with one of those people to hire. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's not, I'm not going to send the girl with the t-shirt dress up a ladder. Right. And wearing like a white shirt a little bit, like you're going to get a little bit of reflection that the light is going to bounce off of you just a little bit. It's always, exactly. it's always safer to stick with the darker colors. Yeah. Also, I do prefer black. <laughs> white. If you're somewhere and it's hot and you sweat a lot, oh boy, that shirt's not going to stay white for long. Everyone's going to be able to see everything. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> probably don't do that. That's true. <laughs> or wear something underneath. But still, yeah. What about... um? Or if it's raining. I mean... Having Oof, yeah. having a poncho in your car, having a change of clothes on you, oh my you gosh, wow, that's actually very always smart. useful. I always have a change of clothes in my car, regardless of what they are. Sometimes they're gym clothes, sometimes they're just an extra pair of jeans. But it's but something. Like, it's something in case something happens. We if work I get with babies sometimes. Me, I, get, I mean, yeah, exactly. What if they poop on you? They could. They yeah, that's what they I'm saying. Do. I mean, it happens. Yes, all the time. I changed like four times the other day. I was late to work because my kid like puked and then peed and then pooped all over me. I changed like three or four times before I even got to work. And then he took his cereal and was like, take that mom and threw it in her face. (laughs) He wasn't quite that that (laughs) bad. He's a sweet one. Not yet. (laughs) Um, What about the idea? So if it's like a super hot shoot, I've been on, on shoots like, you know, the one in Mooresville, it was, it was very, very hot. And I was wearing like, um, uh, like a tank top kind of thing. And then somewhat shorter shorts, but it was so hot and we're running around so much when it comes to certain sets, like, I know that the length of girls' shorts has always been kind of a topic of debate, right? Mm-hmm. Depends, yeah. I, in, in my opinion, because it's very difficult for me to find, like, regular, like, whatever the quote-unquote regular, mm-hmm. like, man-length shorts mm-hmm. are. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, I just don't feel like it's a big deal to be wearing, like, the, the short shorts. Now, if you're, like... Hootie mama, that's one thing. Well, I don't mind short shorts if you can still do your job. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also think that's, like, another topic entirely because, like, at that point is is the problem that you're, like, becoming distracting to the Mm. men on set because, like, that's kind of... Your legs are showing. That's that's their problem, not yours. Like, it's... Men should be able to, like, exist in a room where there is a girl in shorts that, you know, may be semi-short because women's clothing sucks. (laughs) But, like, I I mean, at that point, come on. I will say usually what I will go with if it is a really hot thing, I'll just wear, like, you know, Nike running shorts because those Mm -hmm. are not super short. So if you really are that worried about, you know, Mm. causing causing your fellow men to stumble, if you're really that worried about that, (laughs) then... (laughs) 
you, you shouldn't know. have to worry about that because you shouldn't. But if you if you if really are that concerned people, yeah. and you're right. trying to avoid the the Weinstein's on set, then maybe yes, running <laughs> sorry, running shorts, you know, and just like either a t-shirt or some kind of a tank top or a safe bed. They're very easy to move in, and you know, this is true. But yeah. gym shorts. Don't often have pockets, and you can't really clip a walkie to the belt. They don't. That is, but if you have a, <laughs> but a work have, belt. if you have a work belt, you're fine. So you know, I'm sure that you're always fine. It's just things to think about for yeah. those who are like, oh, right. I can just put on a pair of shorts. You, but that's right. a good point. Like if you say you're running around, you're on like a boat, or like we're yeah. doing like something on the beach, and you don't want to wear like jeans Ooh, and yeah, when stuff. They get wet. Exactly. So you wear your gym shorts. You can find ways to work around that with a tool belt, with mm-hmm. a camelback, like something where you can hold a bunch of things in there. And one of the women in the article brought up that underneath her outfit, she was wearing a bathing suit because yeah. they were shooting at a pool. She was yeah, like, smart. I might need to be directing from inside the pool. That's yeah. very You never smart. know. So if you know there's a pool on set, bring a bathing suit. If you know, I mean, you probably won't use it, but you could. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's the difference between that random guy and you – and you're the one that has a bathing suit, and you're like, I could totally do that right now. They're gonna choose you. Like that's yeah. They love they love They're, people being prepared. Right. Actually, so like it, we we had a set in Miami that was in a pool, mm-hmm. and our cameraman was in the pool with all the girls that were in a pool, and like d- he had to get in there. So of course be. he yeah. had his swimsuit on, but like. I mean, oh, so another thing that's really excellent is actually, like, the guys' uh, swim trunks. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have buttons, and they're also, like, very much like shorts. Mm -hmm. I would definitely suggest those if you're in a situation where you you have to be, like, possibly wet. I've known a lot of women on set, which I know they're not that cute, but, I mean, cargo shorts, because they have lots of pockets. They're functional. They are very functional. I love cargo pants. I have a pair of, like, cargo, (laughs) they're, like, they're, like, skinny at the ankle. They're, like, the elastic at the ankle, but they're, like, kind of baggier, too, Mm -hmm. so they're not, like, skinny. But they have all these pockets, and, like, it's amazing what you can fit in these pants. I've never (laughs) found ones that I actually liked, but whenever I see someone on set wearing them, I'm like, that is a smart person. Well, well, and mm-hmm. you just look like you fit in. Oh, absolutely, because everyone's wearing cargo pants. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody on set is on cargo. Well, I remember one of my first PA gigs, another girl, it was her first PA gig, and she showed up and she had black cargo pants on, a black tight shirt, she had a utility belt, and I was like, wow, like, how long have you been doing this? She's like, it's my first day. And I was like, just from what you're wearing, I thought you've been doing this for years. Right, exactly. Because I showed up in not the right clothes. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, but that is, everybody looks at that. And it's not necessarily like, oh, well, everybody looks at what you're wearing all the time. But they notice if you look super prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which is definitely useful. Now, there's the the idea of like bringing your own personal style maybe to mm-hmm. set. And Absolutely. I I think if you're in a position of directing or producing a client-facing of sorts, like I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like a PA and stuff, by all means, try to bring your style. Yeah, but I mean, you're more of a tool at that point, you know? But I, I mean, the graphic tees, my friends, that is how you bring your personal style I into agree. it. There Absolutely. you go. Which color of flannel do you like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually do have a lot of flannel. Uh, yeah, most of us do. Yeah. But um, I don't usually wear it on set, but I'm usually client facing and I'm usually chatting with, you know, talent and casting directors and, and you know, directors and stuff like that. And I'm usually not doing a lot of the heavy stuff. I mean, I obviously I pitch in, but I'm not usually doing that. Um, and if I have an inkling that I might be, 
I am absolutely dressed for that. And because I dress in layers, I can adjust if I need to. Like if I have a flowy item on, on set, because I know I'm going to be at Video Village the whole time, I'm not going to be anywhere near any gear. Um, it's always my outer layer so that if I do need to do anything, I can take that outer layer off and then be okay to still get everything done. And I also don't wear tampons on set. It's oh. a lady podcast, so I bring it up. Like, really? I don't wear tampons on set. I wear pads on set. Or if I'm going to wear a tampon, I put a pad on because I don't know when I'm going to be able to change it. I mean, obviously, that's a very personal choice. So a thing that's that's kind of also super important if we're going to get into, like, the whole uh, period talk is is just having extra yes. pads and tampons always while you're on set. Yep. Right. Because it might not even be your time, but, like, somebody else, like, another girl on set is most likely going to come and ask you. Or, like, mm-hmm. at least that's my experience. I always have, like, a, a secret stash in my desk, and, like, I always, like, carry extra on me. Right. Uh, so can you imagine showing up on set being, like, maybe one of two girls, maybe, maybe. one of three girls? Or one of and like only girls, you know. Say you've you've got your period and you forgot for whatever reason. Like you're screwed because you you only have that one other contact or the one other person to ask, and it's not always a comfortable conversation exactly. or something you want to do. And that one other woman might not even be like somebody that you can interact with all that exactly. well. Like if you're a PA and the only other woman on set is a director, yeah, you're probably. Stop I mean, the production yeah, yeah. Ask hold a on a minute. I need yeah. you to stop yeah. right now. Or if and it's then the that DP, makes you look super unprofessional because it's like right. you weren't prepared for the it job. It just makes you look unprepared, which, yeah. yeah. But um, so I think we should talk about our woman crush because this this time's woman crush is Mindy Kaling. And I bring her up because she dresses super well and because she's pretty amazing. And she I like her a lot. She always dresses very feminine, too. Like she, does. she likes mm-hmm. having that kind of 50s housewife. She's got a great style. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid to go with a strange color or pattern or anything like that. It's a lot of fun to watch her in literally any role. Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling, too, she um, so she started out as a writer, and then she got into, she's a writer on The Office, mm-hmm. and she had a scene. She had a joke when Michael's like, give me my cookie cookie and that whole thing. And he's like, it's like the racist when they're talking about like not being racist, mm-hmm. and he starts being racist to Kelly, and she slaps him. And that is what got her like an actual part on the show, which was awesome. But in the writer's room, she was like one of the few female writers right? in that time, really, like comedy writers in that time, like um, for shows at least. Mm -hmm. She just always talks about how she just like felt that if she was herself and brought her own style, that she could, she was comfortable in that. Mm And, you know, she talks about struggling to be comfortable in her skin, which I feel like a lot of people in general, you know, deal with. And she she did, she worked it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of that is her style that she Mm -hmm. brought to the table in both writing and who she was as a person, her Mm -hmm. flavor. That's her draw. Mm -hmm. That's why people understand her. That's why people are drawn to her, because she's herself. Like, so... To sit there and go, well, you can absolutely only wear cargo pants and only do this doesn't really make sense because if that's not you, that's not you. Right. Um, but obviously be realistic about what you're doing at the time. If you're a writer, you know, you don't need to wear cargo shorts. You're right. probably okay. You're going to probably be in an office in a writer's room. And there are plenty of people, casting directors and things like that, that are in offices for most of the day. Um, and some of us, like our editors, we you need to be presentable enough for if a client comes in and they need to chat or something. But like... Would you get picked up by the cops for indecent exposure? Probably shouldn't wear that. Yeah. No, Other no. than that. I, mean. I heard it described as, is it street legal? 
Yes. Okay. You can wear it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But also, for instance, so our colorist, Jen, has blue hair or gray hair at, at this point. It's, Grayish, it's silver right now. It's silver. Um, but you've had colored hair for ages. And I've thought about doing that. And then I, I stopped myself. And the reason isn't because I don't think it's okay for us. It's definitely not in our contracts or anything like that, that I can't have whatever color hair I want, but it makes it harder to have discussions with things like people at locations in the South where I'm Mm. asking them to let an entire film crew be there for as little money as possible sometimes. Um, And I'm saying, Hey, we're really trustworthy and I really want you to know that we're going to take care of your stuff. If I show up and I don't look a certain way, I am going to be judged by that because that's our world. Um, and so it makes things a little bit easier for me if I don't have maybe rainbow hair. Is there a hierarchy of like trustworthy hair colors? Like at the top, you got like <laughs> brown. That's the most trustworthy. <laughs> I feel like Honest, we should look this up there. Honestly, is. I think there is a psychology because when I had purple hair dealing with executives and stuff, yeah, they didn't want to give me the time of day because I was just right. this dumb kid with purple hair. Right. You know, even yeah. though like it's you not. You that line. I don't think I would get that dumb kid with purple hair because I definitely look 30. <laughs> At least. And you act 60. I definitely so. act 60 and I look 30. So there's absolutely Mary not. has this obsession with being an old woman. I am which an old she's woman. I'm not. so excited to be an old woman someday. <laughs> so not. I love Matlock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think there is a psychology to it. And it's very fascinating. Oh, absolutely. It's also the way sometimes it's portrayed. I don't know how many times I have seen in a show that, you know, the bipolar character just goes and dyes their hair a color and then everyone's like, oh no, they've gone off the rails. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what? Their hair is blonde now. Like, yes. They put a pink streak in it. Or your hairstyle. Let's not forget Britney Spears. I mean, she went and shaped her I head, kind of understand was, why she did. It was a pretty drastic thing. I totally get it. I get it. You are wind resistant. Regularly. <laughs> <laughs> you are wind resistant. Just like, you know, completely shave it and like oil it up and whew. I mean. You're going to fly through that water. Oh, man. How much <laughs> less time would it take me every day to get ready if I had no hair? That would be amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to worry about the rain because it wouldn't frizz because there's nothing there. Oh, that's amazing. I just try to go with it. All right. So in our next segment, we want to talk about things we hate. And since we're talking about things that we wear, I thought we'd bring up the fact that a lot of work clothes, <clears throat> the easy rig in particular, aren't made for the female body. How strange. I know we brought it up in episode one. We, I don't know if we brought it up in two, but I know we bring it up a lot. But it, it really does get to be quite annoying. The rig doesn't go across, or it goes it's, directly across, I, I should say, your chest. And that just uh, doesn't. Or it's even better, sometimes you can get underneath, but that you, you just look like a renaissance fair yeah. lady. <laughs> pretzel wench. You definitely yeah, really pretzel, want like a bustier wench. that is attached to a camera. And I don't really want to be worried about my boobs causing issues with the camera. Like, un- unless, is that like a better thing? Is it like more... Tr- stabilizer. <laughs> yeah, it's a stabilizer for the, <laughs> for the easy rig now. <laughs> When I'm holding when I'm holding the camera, I do kind of prop it up. Some I'm yeah. like, this is a good angle. Cool. <laughs> this is nice. I will I will use them for the power of good. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You get these types of rigs that you that help you film, and they're just not. They don't think about boobs, and it's I don't know. I don't think it was like a malicious thing by any. No. It's, it's well, and there's got to be a difference, like 
if you're a bigger guy versus a smaller guy, like there's got to be something there too. Oh well, yeah, but I'm sure it's not only women who have an issue with it. Yeah, but the the thing is, is like if you're a camera dude, you're on your feet a lot. And like, I mean, I haven't seen that many like really like bigger camera dudes. Like, yeah. to be honest, That's fair. Yeah. like also the I've chest thing them. adjusts. So. Yeah, yeah, and the chest thing adjusts, and and like as long as it's flat, it doesn't matter. It's like it's just the boobs that cause problems because it's it's just. It's not flat. It's 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 not flat, and there's like a lot of give, and like you know, especially depending on the sensitive area. It's not necessarily where I want any amount of like. Yeah, well, these rigs, these rigs are usually like they're weighted in a sense so that you Mm -hmm. don't feel all the pressure. So like if you've got this going on and it's like not weighing right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's it's sitting on your boobs. Like I wouldn't want that. That's the only thing that I've come across that like just doesn't fit on women as far as I mean, gear is concerned. A lot of women tend to be shorter than guys, yeah. and so certain things are just not built for shorter people. And that's guys, too. I mean, there are going to be shorter guys on set who are having a hard time with whatever it is, you know. You don't necessarily want me booming unless I'm on a, an Apple box because I'm five foot. And it one, shouldn't be a big know? deal. Like, if, if, you, if my eye is what you're looking for, it shouldn't be a big deal that I have to get an Apple box in order to get this shot. Like right. I've definitely seen that where they're like, oh, well, you know, like they just get kind of irritated because there's like all these different little things they have to do to cater to you. But like, it's just like, it's not a big deal. Like it's an Apple box. It's not really that. Well, and if you had a short actor, you'd just put him on an Apple box. Exactly. It'd be the same thing. Tom Cruise has had a career because of this. (laughs) They put him on Apple boxes all the time. Look it up. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) With our recommendation for the day. It is actually kind of a good segue because we're recommending set clothes that fit women, especially the Easy Rig. So there is a fix for the Easy Rig. We found one. It is the Cinema Flex Easy Rig. It's a vest, and it is designed for female DPs. Um, the pictures I have, I'll link it uh, in our show notes, but on nofilmschool.com, they have an article about it. Um, it's the first Easy Rig vest designed specifically for female DPs and the images that they have look like they're women of all sizes and shapes, which is actually pretty cool. Um, there's like a, a, there's a girl who looks a little bigger. There's a woman who's a little bit smaller. I mean, they're all in different like outfits and you know, all that. And it's kind of nice to see that. So things are happening. Well, like there are fixes, which they're starting to see that they're like, Oh, well, the, it's not just all men now. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should change this. And people are starting to hone mm-hmm. in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a market. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. A, a fast-growing market. It it seems like since uh, since there have been so many more like female-run like production companies and more mm-hmm. like women in film and more visibility to it, mm-hmm. it it's, it's actually caused some people who are like actually producing these items to right. you know they think wake up. And think about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I want heels made for on set, right? No. Gel no. heels. Dr. <laughs> Scholl's. Have you seen those have you seen those flops that are uh, they're like a little fanny pack on the strap over the foot? I was like, wow, actually that might come in handy. You never know. A little extra pocket. Like uh-huh. a little flip flop. But there's like a strap that goes over it. You know what I'm talking about? No. no. Like a sandal? <laughs> pull it up. No, we already like we already talked about how you're gonna lose your toes if you wear open toed shoes. Well no, I'm right. just saying like it's a little you know, it's a little they got a little fanny pack on <laughs> it. It's a utility flip flop. <laughs> yes. <It's like> crazy. <laughs> Do not okay. wear uti- I don't care if they're utility flip flops. You better not be on set in them. 
No, definitely not. And that goes across the board. I've seen men show up in flip-flops too, and I think that is crazy. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely seen one or two men in like sandals on set and just like carrying gear. If you're wearing sandals on set, I'm like, what pool are you jumping in? That is ugly. I know, but it's a flip-flop. Let's go. Speaking of ugly. Oh, that is really ugly. I'm going to show up to set with Crocs. No, yeah, no. If (laughs) you show up to set with with Crocs, Crocs, get out. No. Get off my I would never wear those. Apparently, they make very nice gardening shoes. Stop it. (laughs) You know that firsthand, don't you? No, I don't. You know what I want for shoes is the shoes that they have nurses wear. They make them in different colors now. I could get a black pair, but they're really comfortable, apparently, because nurses have to be on their feet all the time, which, again, is a lot of these clothing type things go for other careers and other, you know, situations. Obviously, some places aren't as uh, laid back as we are, but you have to think about safety stuff. You know, if you're a teacher, you don't want to be falling if you're walking around, but you probably don't have to worry about carrying heavy gear. There's that. Yeah, that's a good thing. Unless you're, I guess, like a gym teacher, you might be carrying weights and stuff. Or a music teacher. Or a music teacher. You're carrying a piano. (laughs) Tuba. Yeah, the whole piano. The whole grand piano. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just pick it up. No big deal. (laughs) In heels. In heels. While breastfeeding. Backwards. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening to Rack Focused. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rack Focused is brought to you by ECG Productions. Our intro is The Pink Everland Sky by Ladyland. Special thanks to our producer, Joe DeCasola, and our editor, Kelsey Merriam. Follow us on Instagram at Rack Focused Podcast. You can find our show notes at ecgprod.com slash blog slash rackfocused3.